0: Well, hello and good afternoon from downtown Tyler, Texas, where we had a lot of rain last night and it's been a little bit of a muggy day today, but I hope wherever you are that you are doing well and having a good day. Uh, I had a great day yesterday. It was my birthday and so many of you uh, wished me well on Facebook. That's one of the great things about social media is that you can share positive things like that and i sure had a lot of positive vibes from so many people in so many different areas and of the world so many different uh, parts of my life places times that joyce and i have lived through over the 65 years of my life and uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. What a it, It's just hard to stop smiling when you hear so many good wishes and you see so many names that bring back so many wonderful memories. I feel very loved, and I appreciate them all. As we continue in our study through the Daily Bible in Chronological Order, edited by Dr. Effligard Smith, we are still in the Psalms, where we'll be this week and uh, next week. And then we'll, beginning uh, next week, we'll continue to go forward through the scripture and see the end of David's life and the beginning of the reign of his son King Solomon and the wonderful celebration of the building of the temple. Uh, but for now, we are still in the Psalms. And today and Thursday, we will be uh, looking at Psalms of joy and praise. Next Tuesday, next Tuesday, a week from today, we won't have a class. We'll be out of town celebrating 45 years of wedded bliss. And so I'll be back online on Thursday of next week. But this week we'll be talking about Psalms of Joy and Praise today as well as Thursday. And these Psalms are so wonderful and they're very familiar. They are Psalms that you have studied, Psalms that you have learned, Psalms that you have sung in one way or another. And that starts out with the first one that we're going to be looking at today, and that is Psalm 8. Psalm 8. Uh, We have a a couple of different very well-known songs that come from this psalm, and specifically that come from the first line. In the NIV in Psalm 8, it is, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You probably remember the more familiar translation in the Authorized Version, the AV, also known as the King James Version, the KJV. Uh, a fun little fact here, uh, the King James Version was officially published for originally for the first time on my birthday. It was on may the second but a little bit before my time it was the year 1611 but it was on may the second i found that out this past week looking at this day in history kinds of things and so uh the king james version and i apparently were born on the same day just a few years apart Um, but as in the king james version it is O lord our lord how excellent is your name or is thy name in all the earth and so from this line from that first verse of psalm 8 which is also the last verse of psalm 8 we get these two great songs uh one of them is a more contemporary song oh lord our lord how majestic is your name in all the earth that one is in our song books uh and hymn number 42 in our books uh, number 215 is uh, one that starts out with that very low alto lead. Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent thy name. And then it goes on and it has the basses and the men coming out. will praise thy, magnify thy name. And then it ends with that amazing uh, high soprano, uh, glorious ending. I just remember my dear and wonderful brother, Charlie Charleville, um leading that song and it was number 562 in our old songbooks that we had at lackland terrace church of christ in san antonio and charlie would start that out and he had this very wonderful deep low voice he was a wonderful man charlie and doris had such a great impact on my life on joyce's life on so many others that came from the lackland terrace church of christ in the 70s and um, uh, he was one of our deacons one of our youth deacons Just a wonderful, wonderful man And uh, still in touch with Relda uh, and uh, Greg Of course, their son It is a great, great blessing to have That family stamped on my memory But one of the memories is Charlie leading singing And he would lead that song and he would Stay with the lead until it got too High and then he would drop down to the uh, To the uh, uh, lower bass Parts on songs But he, he started that one in such a Great, great way, both of those great songs uh one that's been around a long time and one that's more contemporary but still in our current songbook uh taken from this great statement at the beginning and end of psalm 8 o lord our lord how majestic is your name in all the earth and then the psalm continues it talks about um how the high from the highest heavens to the smallest child to the lowest human What is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the sea. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. So a few things about this great psalm first of all that pathways of the sea is something that individuals have uh, looked at and wondered about until finally it was determined that you know we have actually have currents even in the ocean. Uh, that are able to help us see how things are going, and it's uh, and how ships should go and the direction they should take paths. It's uh, quite an amazing thing. Again, a tribute to the inspiration of the Holy Bible. Uh, just a great, great statement there from Psalm 8, verse 8. But then a couple of other things about this. In verses 1 and 2, there is a passage there that Jesus would later quote in Matthew 21. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold for your enemies. When they criticized Jesus when he was entering into Jerusalem for that triumphal entry, there were individuals and even children uh remembering that uh the hosanna the praise of god for the one who was coming in the name of the lord And when his uh, detractors and enemies, the Jewish leaders, told him, tell them to stop, Jesus quoted this psalm, and he said, Haven't you heard that from the lips of children and infants uh, you have ordained praise? A great statement there. And then those verses that we read in verses 3 through 8. That talk about how uh, the psalmist is overwhelmed when he writes, When I consider your heavens, uh, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? And from the psalmist's perspective, he's looking back on those first couple of chapters in in Genesis and the creation and the order that God set, putting humanity above everything else created. And also in his own life, as he remembers God taking care of him and being mindful of him, even as great and holy and uh, eternal and majestic as God is, yet he would consider uh how important man is mankind is to him making them a little lower than the angels and so from the psalmist perspective he sees god overall of course and the angels and then humanity and then everything else in creation and he is amazed at the high place that god has given humanity well the writer of hebrews has a different take on psalm 8 in hebrews chapter 2 the writer of hebrews talks about how incredibly great jesus is and yet he quotes this passage and says you made him a little lower than the angels jesus in that place as god uh, far high and above all else humbled himself emptied himself as philippians 2 says and and took upon humanity he became human became a servant even submitted to death even death on a cross that great passage in philippians 2 says and so for the writer of hebrews uh for the writer of psalms it is a a great compliment that humanity is just a little lower than the angels but for the writer of hebrews for jesus it was a big step down Uh, a demotion if you will from being in the very presence of the father Uh, To take upon humanity and to make himself a little lower than the angels. Just an incredible way of using this psalm to demonstrate the greatness and the humility. Of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, next let's look at uh, the shortest psalm. It's Psalm 117, and it's another psalm that gives us a great, great song or two. Psalm 117 is the shortest psalm and the shortest chapter in all the Bible, and it very simply says this Praise the Lord, all you nations, extol him, all you peoples for greatest is love toward us and the faithfulness of the love endures forever praise the lord that's it two short verses the shortest chapter in the bible certainly the shortest psalm psalm 117 and we do have a couple of songs that are uh, written about this one of them oh praise the lord is almost verbatim uh, from the text, Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. You remember that song. It's very short, just like this psalm is, and basically the psalm itself is, are the words to that song. Another song that this uh, brings us back to is what we call the doxology. It's song number five thirty two in our books. It starts out, "All people that on earth do dwell, sing to the Lord with cheerful voice." You've you've probably sung that song. You could probably sing that first song from memory, depending on the church you went to. Um, and that psalm also, that song is taken from this great psalm that we just read. I'll read it again in spite of the fact of how long it is, two verses, but it's a call to universal praise. It calls on all people everywhere to praise the Lord. And then it gives the reason why, because of his great love and faithfulness. Psalm 117, Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. For great is his love toward us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Well, I want us to read a couple of Psalms, or at least parts of them, of uh, that deal with the Word of God. One of them is Psalm 19, and the other one is Psalm 119. But let's do the, the shorter one first. Psalm 19, Psalm 119, and it's a psalm, again, that's very familiar. It acknowledges the witness of creation and how the creation establishes praise to god in the first several verses and then the psalmist praises god for his word starting in verse seven and then the psalmist prays that he himself might be pleasing to god and so we'll go through this and we'll kind of take our time as we do just to mention how those things fit together In Psalm 19 and again You're very familiar with these first couple of verses and I hope that you have them marked in your Bible or in your mind Because there's some that you probably want to remember at times and uh, you can remember that it's found in Psalm 19 The heavens declare the glory of God the skies proclaim the work of his hands day after day They pour forth speech night after night. They reveal knowledge They have no speech, they use no words, no sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens God has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth." What a great statement this psalm starts out with. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies show his great power. hope you can remember that that, those several verses about how the creation praises the creator and declares his wonderful power and glory and praise is found in this psalm, Psalm 19 the next part i i remember a song taken from the next part but it is emphasizing the word of god as the next psalm we look at will as well psalm 19 starting in verse 7 the law of the lord is perfect refreshing the soul the statutes of the lord are trustworthy making wise the simple the precepts of the lord are right giving joy to the heart the commands of the lord are radiant giving light to the eyes The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned. In keeping them there is great reward. We don't sing it here, but I remember from my days years and years ago as a boy growing up, Uh, the song that comes from these words the law of the Lord is perfect refreshing the soul the testimony of the Lord is pure making wise the simple you remember that right more to be desired are they than gold yea, than much fine gold sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb well it's just a great song taken right out of those verses from psalm 19 in the middle of the chapter and it helps us to see the the attitude that the psalmist had for the law of god the psalmist didn't feel like those hundreds of laws that you could find that the jewish leaders would uh, tell the people about that are uh, begun in the law that we have uh those uh words from moses in the first five books of the bible and yet and yet they didn't feel like they were binding and constrictive at all how does the psalmist describe the law of the lord perfect refreshing the soul trustworthy making wise the simple giving joy to the heart radiant giving light to the eyes more to be desired and more valuable than much fine gold sweeter than the honey from the honeycomb that's how the psalmist who lived under the law of moses considered the law of God what a tragedy If we do not love the Lord and love the law of God just as much as the psalmist did when we are here on this side of the cross and the empty tomb and we don't have to be concerned about all those hundreds of laws that the psalmist had to be concerned with but rather we are able to have that strong desire and even love and joy towards God's word. What a great great blessing and so the psalmist ends with this prayer starting in verse 12 who uh, who can discern their own errors forgive my hidden faults keep your servant also from willful sins may they not rule over me then i will be blameless innocent of great transgression may these words of my mouth psalm 19 verse 14 and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I remember that being put to music as well. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord. It's kind of that something like that maybe that refreshes your memory enough to remember those great words but what a great prayer that we should all pray coming at the end of an incredible incredible psalm well from here let's go let's go let's do it to psalm 119 psalm 119 uh the bad news is it's got 176 verses it's the longest chapter in the bible The good news is Bill is not going to try to read it. I love to read just the whole psalm from beginning to end when I preach on this psalm. But instead, what we'll do today, I'll let you do that on your own. I believe in the daily Bible reading, Psalm 119 has its own day. Uh, And if that's not the way it is, it certainly should be. But Psalm 119 is an incredible psalm. It's an acrostic. It's in alphabetical order. Uh, There are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet so it's got 22 stanzas each one has eight verses and so there are 176 verses total it's the longest psalm and the longest chapter in the bible and it's interesting there's not a real cohesive context to it each verse almost is a standalone verse but um it's, it's amazing to me that the topic, the overall theme of the longest chapter of the Bible, the longest of the Psalms, is the Word of God. And we see that throughout. It is a common theme and a common thread that goes throughout this great Psalm, Psalm 119, praise for God's Word. And so a few things about it, and we'll just read a few of the verses. And again, you can read it as you go through your daily Bible reading. First of all, the psalmist finds help, guidance, and renewal in God's word. Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. We sing that song, don't we? Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I believe that's a great Amy Grant, Michael W. Smith song. It's a wonderful, wonderful statement that comes straight out of Psalm one nineteen, verse one hundred five. Calling on God's word and recognizing it as a lamp for my feet a light for my path what a what a great blessing psalm 119 uh, verse 143 verse 143 trouble and distress have come upon me but your commands give me delight They give the writer of the psalm uh, a wonderful delight and guidance. And then verse 149, Hear my voice in accordance with your love. Preserve my life, Lord, according to your laws. The psalmist looks to God's word for renewal, for help, for strength, and, of course, for guidance. And the psalmist delights in his relationship with God uh, through his word. We'll just read a couple of verses about about that first of all verse 76 may your unfailing love be my comfort according to your promise to your servant verse 77 let your compassion come to me that i may live for your law is my delight the way this psalm ends in the last section in verses 169 through 176 Uh, calls on God to remember the relationship that the psalmist has and to continue to seek Him. The last verse, I have strayed like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I have not forgotten your commands. From beginning to end, the psalm recognizes the relationship that the psalmist has with God through God's Word. Uh, The psalmist, even though he is announcing and talking about the law of God, it's not just a uh, we sometimes think that the Old Testament is just a a book of laws and that's all they meant. Uh, Fulfilling the laws and keeping the law and that was all it was this rigid obedience but the psalmist is not that way the psalmist uh, is in a relationship with God through his word and we see that especially in these last two parts that we'll mention the psalmist wholeheartedly obeys God's word. He obeys it from the heart uh, and not just an external religion in fact that's exactly how the psalm begins in psalm 119 verses 1 and 2 blessed are those whose ways are blameless who walk according to the law of the lord blessed are those who keep his statutes and seek him with all their heart that's how the psalmist felt uh go down to verse 111 of psalm 119 Verses 111 and 112. Uh, Your statutes are my heritage forever. They are the joy of my heart. My heart is set on keeping your decrees to the very end. The psalmist wholeheartedly obeyed God's law but it was more than that for the psalmist his primary concern is not just in keeping God's commandments although we're commanded in Old Testament and New Testament to do that but just as Jesus said in those wonderful chapters in the gospel of John when he meets with his disciples before his death he says over and over and over again if you love me you will keep my commandments the one who keeps my commands that is the person who loves me Jesus says and the psalmist gets that because not only is he uh, committed to being obedient to God's Word he is committed to being obedient to that Word because he loves God and not only does he love God he loves God's Word this incredible statement in verse 97 very simply put Psalm 119 verse 97 oh how I love your law, I meditate on it all day long. Far from feeling constrained and restricted by God's word and God's law, the psalmist openly says, Oh, how I love your law. Meditating on it all day long. To him, reading and obeying the word of God was a joy, not a burden. Because he followed God with all of his heart. And he loved God and he loved God's word. May that be said of all of us. Well, let's end today with another familiar psalm. This is Psalm 100. I think in some song books there are some songs that come from this psalm that are actually song number 100. We have several songs that uh, come from this. I remember a song when I was growing up. Uh, that uh, starts out make a joyful noise to the Lord all ye lands it's kind of an echo back and forth between parts we don't sing it here but uh, it is a great great song it's still in my memory even though I stopped going uh, to the chapel in San Antonio when I uh, was baptized and and, uh, became a member of the Churches of Christ in my freshman year of high school and so this was starting at about 5th grade through ninth grade Uh, I remember that great, great memory and and was seeking God uh, with all of my heart, the best I knew how, and then was able to get further teaching from a wonderful friend and mentor and dad, (laughs) uh, my dear late friend and brother in Christ, Ronnie Clayton. Um, And and so there are a couple of other songs that come from this, and you'll recognize it uh, from these songs. Uh, our song we bring the sacrifice of praise we bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the lord and then the song he has made me glad i will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart will enter his courts with praise we sing both of those and they're wonderful wonderful songs and listen for those words as we read psalm 100 it calls us to come before the lord with joy And it acknowledges God as our Creator and Master. It tells us to come before Him with gratitude. And I think it always starts there, with gratitude. And then it develops into joy and joyful obedience. And it ends with the statement that the Lord is good and loving and faithful, very much like we have seen in these other songs of joy and praise. Very much like we'll see in the psalms that we'll cover on Thursday as we do part two of Psalms of Joy and Praise. So let's read this great psalm, Psalm 100, and then our study for today uh, will be over. Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever, his faithfulness to all generations. I pray that that will be your song of praise today, Psalm 100. I'll see you on Thursday.